think editorializing on interesting facts is sort of like the gist of it. What does factual even mean anyway? I mean, it certainly means different things to different people. Okay, great. So um, here we go. So welcome to Feature Creep, colon. Belt and microwave. Semicolon. Words or phrases you should know. I mean, I don't know what we're going to call this. I don't know. We're doing like a... Here's what we're doing. We're doing a speed round word association thing. And so Ned and I have come up with two separate lists of words. Ned's is like at least twice as long as mine, probably like three times as long as mine. But uh, we're just going to play like a word association game and try to like... uh, So I'll say a word and Ned will say a word that he thinks of as soon as he can think of it. Yeah. And, And then if there's any words that make us think of something specifically entertaining or important or useful or funny or that has like a story attached to it. Right. We'll talk about those um, either later on or in a separate actual like full length podcast. We don't know yet. Yeah. So um, here we go. So this is for our shorts series. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Someone's wearing shorts. Someone's wearing shorts and I can see a butt cheek. (laughs) They're skimpy shorts. Um, <laughs> we'll see. I've I tried to do two shorts, and so far they've been at at minimum twice as long as I intended. So um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> practically pants. <laughs> okay. Okay. So who goes um, first? So we just like swap words, and then so all right. So you're gonna say a word. I'm gonna say the first thing that comes to mind. Then we'll move on. Next word. Right. Okay. Is that yeah so do you want to just blow through the list that i have and go as fast as we can and i'll just keep saying words and you keep responding or do you want to switch back and forth um i thought we'd like switch back and forth but i guess we could but then that way since our lists aren't exactly the same length it makes more sense to do one and then do the other okay right okay yeah, sure so we'll do yours first so i'm ready <laughs> I know. it's kind of funny to think about like what makes more sense than another thing. Yes, <laughs> it's right. like so nonsensical. <laughs> okay, so I have the shorter list. All right, I will I will read. Okay. And you respond. Okay. okay. Ready? Yes. Are we going to go as fast as we can? Um yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. All right, conniption. Oh, fits. Cryptozoology. Um for some reason I think of the the sort of at the San Diego Zoo, there's a um, there's like a, a kids zoo, and they have a lot of insects there. I know uh, that's not the same, but they have insects there. Yeah, you said cryptos <laughs> cryptozoology. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, regurgitate. Oh, uh, <laughs> my friend Meg here is amazing. <laughs> champion barfer champion puker just (laughs) super puker super puker just at the drop of a hat ready to go always got that one locked and loaded all right i can pretty much do it like just by thinking about it on demand (laughs) yeah one of these days i'm gonna save it for somebody who really deserves it yeah (laughs) right Mm -hmm. just be like all over someone i hate (laughs) um amorphous amorphous um uh that terrible couch that i had at my house until very recently <laughs> the MRSA couch the MRSA couch yeah that might bear a story later on yes peeve as in petty peeve 
Um, uh, I think of, for some reason, I think of Jeeves, like from uh, Bertie Wooster from P.G. Woodhouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Truncate. Um, <laughs> for some reason, I just think of like <laughs> some friends I've had who were named Kate and Trunks. Like those are the two things that come into my mind immediately. <laughs> Even though Truncate is like cutting something short, that's just, I just think of a Kate that I've known sitting on a trunk. That's funny. Yeah. Like a, like a trunk you'd put clothing in. Yes, like- exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's super funny. Yeah. Uh, boring. Um, I th- for I think of those um those pine beetles that are destroying the pine forests. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. yeah. Oh that's good. I didn't see that one coming. Um bald. Bald. Um I like <laughs> I think of like playing dodgeball as a kid. Yes. And just getting pelted with balls. Um, As in, like the past tense of having ball been bald, bald, yeah, or b a l l e d, yeah, like it's a verb. Yeah, nice. Forget. So, um, I I don't remember. Nicely done, Balboa. I thought of that because of you. Oh, um, so. For whatever reason, I I think of the zoo again because that well the San Diego Zoo is in Balboa Park and they right. have um they have boa constrictors in there and as a kid I always struggled with the word Balboa and not it not having anything to do with snakes. Right, that's so funny that you say that because when I was thinking about it, I and I actually I thought of Balboa Park yeah. and then as I was writing the word Balboa, I thought of boa constrictors and i also thought that you know the first three letters of balboa are the first three letters of ball python so it's like yeah two snake references in one word that has nothing to do with snakes exactly yeah (laughs) interesting we were we were simpatico on that scoff scoff law scoff law (laughs) i think of um for some reason i think of like a very like stuck up british person like complaining about some ruffian who's you know caused them some trouble at the down at the local pub totally uh outlaw outlaw um <laughs> Scofflaw, I, oh, that's leveled up <laughs> I, yeah right <laughs> i actually i think of that uh, that season of um archer when um they do the like outlaw country thing and and what's her name cheryl or cheryl tunt or whatever becomes the country <laughs> singer anyway yeah it's an excellent, excellent show. Um, journalist. So I always think of the same thing when I think of journalists. So I think of the word journals and not the kind that you write in, but the kind of write in the kind of thing that you, um, that that's like an indexing point on a physical object that you're using to like demark like a place for where it needs to be. Ah, and so a journalist is someone who makes those. That is super funny. In my mind, like it's a weird sort of childhood mnemonic or something. I don't know what it is, but anyway, that's yeah. yeah. I for some reason I think of like just playing with a spade in the backyard in the dirt. Nice. 
I like that. Realignment. Uh, uh-oh. I oh, no. The internet froze. Oh, there we go. Keep going. There you go. Okay. Uh, realignment. Realignment. Um, this just, just, I, I think of like horror of school and just being like told that I need to like realign my goals with what makes sense <gasps> in reality or whatever the fuck bullshit thing that some, you know, well-meaning older adult is trying to guide me down the path of life. That's anyway, that's what I think of. Right. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. Stump. Stump. Um, I think of, I, I just don't even think of anything. I just hear this sound of it. Cause it's a very like, like sharp word stump. It's kind of onomatopoeic. Yeah. Um, and so I just kind of have this like, I don't know, stumpy stump. I don't know that it's, it's something I hear in my head rather than see anything or think of any like physical object. Yeah. Um, amphibology. Amphibology. Um, I learned that one yesterday. That's a new one for me. But once I read it, I was like, oh, I think I, I think I can take a stab at what this actually means. I, I mean, I think of uh, the first thing I think of is like, um, you know, someone who has a gecko in a terrarium in their room, in their bedroom. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm going to put a dot by that one because yeah. we can talk about it later. It's a it's a really good one. All right. Um spaghettification. Spaghettification. I love this word. Um I only think of this word in terms of like getting fucked up in a black hole event horizon situation. Yes. Um, yes. Because that's where it came from and so it's just sort of but it also has some like strong links to like flying spaghetti monster and things like that in my mind. Oh, good point. His noodly appendages. Yes, exactly. I have a uh, flying spaghetti monster. Um, you know, like the little gefilte fish that people yes. put on the back of their cars if they're Jesus people? Yes. I have one that is that, but turned into the flying spaghetti monster. That's great. <laughs> and I've just never stuck it on my car yet. Um, like, I think I owned it before I bought my smart car, which is now 11 years old. It's <laughs> hilarious. I loved it so much, I didn't want to put it on a car and then right. lose it. Right. Um, uh, quintessential. Um, I I just think of like somebody named Quint. Oh, yeah. Just like the essential Quint, like some, like I can already see it's like some like like TV show about somebody named Quint, (laughs) (laughs) or like it's like some like you know hard hitting like reporter or something. You know what I mean? Quint essential. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Um, and I'm Quint. Butts, butts, oh, um, Quint's butt. Yeah. So I think of um, uh, butts. I for some reason I just think of like a bunch of friends like squeezing onto a bench that's too small for all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Your butt's touching my butt. Yeah, but it's just like everyone's trying to get in on the bench, and it's hilarious. There, that makes me think of like it's not worth going into later because it'll take too long to get back into the subject matter. But uh, there is this what you're saying to me now reminds me of this place that I got suckered into going to one time called Bench Warmer Bob's. It's, uh-huh. in, it's in like Fridley, Minnesota, which is a northern northwestern suburb of Minneapolis. Yeah, and it was fucking terrible. It was this sports bar that I think existed because nobody had bothered to get into competition with it Uh uh-huh and it was horrible and like we went there for like 
a daytime happy hour or something. It was awful. The whole That's experience hilarious. was terrible. That's what that makes me think of now. Yeah. Um, okay. Next word, plethora. Um, plethora. I, for some reason, this word is really close in my memory banks uh, uh, with the word plenum. And oh. so that's what I think of, even though they're entirely unrelated. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I wonder how many PLE words there are that start with PLE. Um, squalid. Uh, I also then I think of squander and Whoa. squash. <laughs> and then I immediately go to um, the episode of uh, Squanch from uh, Rick and Morty. <laughs> I need to watch that show. Yeah. Um, Campylobacter. Say that word again. Campylobacter. Campylobacter. Um, Campylobacter. It's Campylobacter. a kind of. It's an infection. <laughs> oh, I see. Well, it's a it's a pathogen that causes an infection that you get from eating raw chicken. <laughs> well, what I was envisioning is like the classic like summer camp at a lake. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just because of the funny. camp part of that word, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, recognize. Recognize. Um, I immediately think of reconnoiter. Oh, good one. Yeah, that's a great word. Um, elongate. Elongate. Um, I just for some reason I just see uh, two people standing next to a gate, talking about, and one of them just like jokingly calling it an elongate. That's funny. Yeah. Let's name. I. That's a great. We got to do something with that. That's. Yeah. That's striking me as very funny right now um flatten flatten so any word that has flatten it immediately conjures up flatulence <laughs> farts yep farts. um pop pop uh this makes me think of the joke i told my friend just yesterday what um what kind of music are balloons afraid of pop music yes uh that was so easy because I already it's knew right. what the yes, subject was. Exactly. Yes. That's great. Yeah. Um, sharpen. Sharpen. So um, I think of shark pens for some reason. And I think it's because I remember when I was a kid at some point we were joking about. Anyway, I, learning to spell. Sharpen. Shark pens. Nice. Yeah. Misanthrope. Ah, so misanthrope, uh, I immediately think of my word list because misanthrope is on my word list. And then Yay. I think of you. Right, because I am one. Yes, because you are one. Um, I think a lot of the words that I ended up putting on my list are autobiographical. I'm now, now realizing like the puking and the right. misanthropy. And, um, here's another one. Melodramatic. Oh, um, I think of how I had... I had dreamed like when I was a kid and I thought about maybe not when I was a kid, like when I was a young adult, maybe when I was in my early twenties and I was considering what it would be like to have children. I just thought I would be the worst because I would well over melodramatic everyone else in the household. Always. Always. Yeah. Just, just turn it up to 11. Just turn it up to 11 constantly. I would just be such an <laughs> asshole. Don't let me anywhere near my own children. <laughs> Oh man, I think I'd be a terrible asshole too. Yeah. Um, 
compulsory compulsory Com- asshole compulsory asshole um i i there this word doesn't do much for me other than just kind of like i just think of the word pulse in the middle of it i always think of figure skating when they're like when they have to do the compulsory um routine that everyone has to learn and then there's like the free skate routine where they can like be creative yeah. although i always feel like figure skaters spend all of their creative energy just making their feet not collapse on the ice because uh-huh. no one in the history of figure skating has ever done a routine that actually goes with the music that they chose right right like, how did you arrive at this music? It makes no sense. I don't know what's going on right now. Do you have any rhythm at all? No. <laughs> right. If you had rhythm, you wouldn't be ice skating. You'd be dancing. Right. Um, right. Here's another one. Magnanimity. Uh, I just think of magnanimous because I like the, like, the ending of magnanimous. <laughs> also magnets. Also magnets. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, furlough, current events, furlough, <laughs> furlough. Uh, I think, I think I, for some reason I'm thinking of like right after nine 11 where they were furloughing people after that at the, on the federal level, or maybe it wasn't even nine 11. It was just when Bush was elected. Yeah. I think they're doing that now too. I think I feel like when, uh, when Bush was elected, it was, um, I don't remember. There was something about like with the schools or something and they were like, hmm. anyway, maybe I'm, I'm conflating all of that. doesn't matter. Moving on. <laughs> well, we're, I mean, this is not a short, we're not, we've left short territory like five minutes ago. So um, Edward, and we're not done with your list. So I don't know how we're going to imagine to get, uh we could just call this a, a normal episode i think it's perfectly good uh so let's see here um hang on one second yeah bellicose ellicose bellicose oh bellicose um i i just think of other words that end in os like varicose and that's the only other word that came to mind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Constant. Ooh, constant. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I think of for the, so in programming, you typically want to avoid using something called a global variable um, for various reasons. Are you, uh, you, you generally want to not have those depending on the context, but um I had been writing a program and I was kind of forced into using them because of some legacy code and some other issues. And I remember I had to type the word global a lot and I would just always say, and so the reason constant, so variables and constants. And so I was just thinking of constant made me immediately think of variable, which made me think of the word globals, which I would mm-hmm. always say in my head is glow balls. <laughs> so anyway, that's how I got there. Glow balls. Glow balls. Um, erudite. Erudite. Um, I think of 
arid regions to be honest i just think of for some reason i just think of like a desert scene with some like sand dunes and maybe like a listless camel standing around ah <laughs> that's so funny yeah. um principled uh i think of <laughs> i think of like a like a grade school having mm-hmm. a principle of inflicted upon it <laughs> the enforcement yeah um capital with an o oh um i think of i i think of the phantom toll booth and i think of the artwork in that book um of them of the guy wearing a cap at the toll booth yeah i don't know that i've ever seen or read anything about the phantom toll booth no, it's a. It's been a long time since I've read it, but um, I've, it's interesting story. I think it's very like Alice in Wonderland kind of liminal I space th- imaginary. I think our friend Sarah really likes that book. Yeah, I'll have to read it. I am like ninety nine point nine 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 percent sure she's like you need to read the Phantom Soul Booth. Yeah. Um. Revelatory. Revelatory. Um. <laughs> This makes me think of like like somewhere on the on the like spectrum between like revolution and and having a party like a celebration is mm-hmm. revelatory. Yeah. That makes sense. I That's, mean it's yeah, not because real with revelers. That. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um That's interesting. Now I'm going to have to look that up. Um or look up why they both start the same way but don't mean the same thing. And right, exactly. Yeah. Um, consternation. Consternation. Um, this this word makes me think of um, those sort of amalgamations of words. Like people will be, uh, what is the, I'm drawing a blank now, but um, when people put to like fantabulous or like ginormous. Um, yeah. Consternation yeah, yeah. makes me think of like, at some point someone took two different words and they were like, we're going to put them together and make this weird word that sounds hilarious. Cause I say one thing and I mean another consternation. Yeah. So there was another word like that, that I looked up, but I didn't put it on the list, but here we are talking about it anyway. Yeah. Um, when Tolkien wrote the Lord of the Rings and Hobbit books, he invented a term called uh, the you cataclysm, which is uh, not actually, I mean, it, it's a sensible word in that EU means good and cataclysm means a sudden, super impactful change up of things. Uh-huh. But it's not, you cataclysm isn't actually a word. It's only a word in the context of Tolkien's books. <laughs> That's interesting. I know Even though it makes perfect sense. Sure. Yeah. It's funny. Um, yeah. Like, you know how we were talking about the hero's quest? Yes. And like there are certain like archetypal events that happen in a hero's quest and that's how you know that it's a hero's quest. Yes. Um it kind of reminded me of that like the context for the word eucataclysm is in these like hero's quests and the only place that a eucataclysm ever occurs is in a hero's quest. <laughs> interesting. That's that is very interesting. Yeah. Um tactile. Tactile. Um so I immediately think of textiles because they're very tactile. Oh, very good. I like that. Um, ectoplasm. Ectoplasm. Uh, I just, all I can think of is Bill Murray getting slimed in, in <laughs> Ghostbusters. 
I love that color. Yes, it's a great color. It's one of my favorite colors. Ectoplasm green is like, I just love the color to begin with. Yeah. And and then all of the things it's associated with I make me love it even more. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, turgid. Turgid. Um, <laughs> I, it's like, I feel like it's, I mean, I know what it actually is, but what it conjures up in my mind is sort of some kind of like detergent product or waste product after using Uh, detergent. Oh, that's funny. Pour out detergent water. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I, this makes me think, um, it was either, I'm pretty sure it was high school, like the, the first half of high school. Yeah. But, um, uh, this girl that we knew, Betsy, whose sister carved the names of the Brady Bunch children into the lid of their piano at home. Right. That Betsy. Um, she used, I think she meant to say teenage years are a very turbulent time, but she said turgid <laughs> and it, she wrote it in like a paper for one of our English classes, which uh-huh. is just like one of the funniest things ever. Like what a Freudian slip. Oh, that's great. Um, vacuum, uh, vacuum. So I, I just think of vacuous for some reason. Mm-hmm. And, um, I love the, like the sort of, especially when authors are like in a literary context, when they're describing like the personality of a character, it's just like ah. vacuous. Um, mm-hmm. I, it just, it's like very demeaning and shitty, but it, in the, in the context of like a literary context, as opposed to like an actual human being who you're like, you're a terrible person, but actually in a character context, it's kind of, it just tickles me as like, like a vapid and vacuous character. So yeah. that's what I think of. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Namibia. Namibia. Um, <laughs> like, I, know <laughs> I know this know isn't what I know this isn't what it means, but I just immediately I'm like, I'll take a country in Africa f- for five hundred. You know, like, yeah. just kind of just I don't know. That must be that's a that's an African country, right? South American. Yes. What? Yes. Yeah. It's African. <laughs> right. Uh amalgamation amalgamation so i love this word um because i like when you combine things and so this word just makes me think of all kinds of like like incongruent combinations it makes me think of fillings in teeth yeah i i have that context of like the um the dentist mentioning that amalgam that's going to be used to like you know fill the fill fill a cavity or something right yeah yep i need i need to have my cavity filled that'll be fun yeah it's gonna be great um uh osteobiography osteobiography um i just think story of the bones yeah that's the new one that i learned and it's fascinating yeah Apparently, there have been like massive advancements in the field of osteobiography in the last ten years. Oh, and so, if if you found like a dead body ten years ago, you're like, look at this weird tooth I found. Yeah. Ten years ago, you'd be like, I don't know, it's a tooth. Right. And now they can do all this like analysis on it and be like, this person lived in North America. They had a standard diet of this. this yes. Like, yeah. uh, like so much crazy shit. Like, right. well, we think that, you know, like we found this dead body here and we assume that it must be this missing person. Nope, actually it's not because this person grew up someplace else on the planet and we know from their teeth. Right. Um. Okay, here's my last one that I had on the list. Okay, your last one. 
Yeah. Ekdesiast. Ekdesiast. Uh, I just go back to ectoplasm because they have that similar. <laughs> I, yeah. I so, they sort were of like, like in the context of in the context of like a very like theistic like environment like say like a Roman Catholic church or like a cathedral. <laughs> yeah, which is hilarious because of what it actually means. Yeah, what does it mean? An ecdesiast is it, this is another one of those words that was like I'm just going to mush these two words together. Yeah. Um it's someone who is an enthusiast of taking off their clothes, of like stripping off their clothing. Uh-huh. I am an ecdesiast because yes. I hate wearing clothing. Right. <laughs> don't. Yes. It's all grippy and constrictive and I don't want it on me and I'm either too hot or not warm enough. And so <laughs> <laughs> right, <exactly. laughs> I am like totally an ecdesiast. So I think that it was originally, I think the term was originally created to um, like, uh, give a job title to someone who we would now call either a burlesque dancer, I think oh, was the intended gotcha. like, yeah, so it's yeah. like, it's, it's the art, someone who's enthusiastically and artistically removes pieces of clothing. So like, I see as like opposed an old to striptease. someone who's just like, get this fucking shit off of me right now. Right. So yeah. I guess technically if you're like, if that's the, the context in which you're using it, I'm not an ecdesiast because I do not take off my clothes for other people. I just do it for comfort. Right. You do it for but, yourself. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it like, so the, the, the way that it was described was stri- if someone who does a strip tease as opposed to a stripper who I think of as someone who just never has clothes on to begin with. I see. Gotcha. Yes. Right. <clears throat> or like clothes that are ornamental. So right. To speak. Right. Right. You, you don't really take them off. Yeah. Um, so that was, uh, yeah, that was all mine. <clears throat> so, okay. I think that um, we could end this here and call it a short that's kind of a long. Okay. Um, and then we could do my list and have that be a follow-up. How's that sound? That sounds great. Okay. So um, anyway, I hope you guys found that entertain- entertaining. <laughs> and this is like, um, this is, we'll call these like capri pants rather than shorts. Oh my God! Yes, or culottes. A culottes, yes. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so I'm gonna end it there. So thank you, everybody. Okay. Bye. Yay! Thank you. Thanks for giving us something to do while we're sitting in the middle of nowhere, all alone.